Becoming the new sheriff in town is one thing. But seeing that the town had no more than a saloon, general store and a jailhouse attached to an inn can make it quite mundane if you were lucky. The town hadn't even been given a proper name yet seeing that the residents are those that were left of the family that helped secure the territory from the locals. And the Parses B were folk heading west in search of gold or those looking to work on the railroad. All the livelong day, to be quite frank, those who founded this town were tasked to do nothing more but to clear the way for the railroad with a promise of land and riches beyond their wildest dreams. The men were handpicked by none other than the big man himself and were sent with goods of all kinds to make the interactions with the locals as easy as pie. But it didn't always go as well as one would hope. Some of the locals went on peacefully, while others, dot not so much. Those locals spat curses that were as sharp as their arrows that dwindled down the families on their journey of western expansion. Not to mention those who suffered from injury or disease. So when the families finally reached what they now call home, they would never experience a day of rest. The sheriff of the town was appointed by his father. Before him, second generation to be exact. And it was everything but subtle. Every day was trouble for this new sheriff. Whether it be outlaws looking to stir up some trouble or someone looking for work getting a little too comfortable with the ladies after hitting the saloon. The hanging tree and jail never had a dull day. The sheriff had his share of shootouts and attempted robberies throughout this short time in the new world that he was said to fear no man. But the locals were another story. His pa would share stories of the locals disguising themselves as animals, or like lighter-skinned folk, then wander into town and leave ruins of the residents in their homes when they first started settling down in these parts. They were just things he'd ramble on about after coming home with the smell of whiskey in his breath. He was a good man that had seen his share of shit who became too feeble and proud that he sat in it. With a glass in hand until the end of his days, out of bed with the sunrise. The sheriff got ready for his day. A quiet morning with the birds chirping. And that was an issue. The sound of railroad spikes being hammered into the earth is what he was used to hearing. But there was no sign of the workers. Just a coyote watching in the distance. His cousins that ran the general store were nowhere to be found. And he knew there was no one in the jail because he's the one that ran it. The last place to look was the saloon. He figured if everyone decided to pack up and leave overnight. It was because of the locals. So at least he can drink up what was left before going on his way as well. The sheriff made his way to the saloon and to his surprise. He wasn't the only one left in town. There stood old Tink behind the bar and he had himself a customer sitting all by his lonesome inn. The corner. Tink was an older gentleman that ran with his par back in their youth. But he never drank the poison. Only sold it. The sheriff pulled up a seat at the bar and ordered.
The usual please. Tink poured the sheriff a glass of his finest whiskey then placed the bottle and glass in front of him. The sheriff took a swig of his glass and noticed Tink wasn't being quite himself. Granted the geezer didn't talk much. The sheriff caught him cleaning the same spot on the bar as he shot glances at the customer in the corner. Again, not a drop of liquor has ever touched that man's lips and that was his word. So you can see how it would pique the sheriff's curiosity. I a tink. That gentleman stirring up trouble over there? The sheriff asked, taking another sip of whiskey. Tink moved in closer and spoke softly. He don't make me feel right. Sheriff. The sheriff stood up straight and put down his glass before responding. What? He tried to get a free drink out of ya or something? Tink shook his head and started cleaning the spot on the bar even harder. No. No sheriff. Nothing like that. He just has one of those faces I guess. The sheriff stood up. Gestured for another glass and poured two drinks. Well seeing that we're the only ones left. Might as well get acquainted. Tink shot the sheriff a confused look. But the sheriff had already stepped off to greet the stranger sitting alone in the corner. The sheriff pulled a seat and placed the glass of whiskey in front of him as he took a sip from his own glass. So uh, what brings you around these parts my friend? He was a local with long braids and a dark complexion, yet pale at the same time. The stranger did nothing more than look down at the glass and nudged it to the side. I will not fall for your people's tricks like my father. Do you not recognize who you are speaking with? The sheriff was thrown off by such a comment. He squinted his eyes thinking of all the faces that have crossed his path in his short life and his. Eyes grew wide. Longhorn? Is that you? I, I thought you and your folk left the land to us and went on to join the rest of your family or something. The locals coughed. Longhorn is no more. You will refer to me as man-eater. You were young, not stupid. Your people came bearing gifts and spoke with reason. But throughout their stay you had given us disease while speaking with violence. We gave you shelter and food. But you took our home and gave us poison. This land is not your land. This land is our land. The sheriff sat speechless across from an old. Forgotten friend as he rose to his feet. Man-eater unsheathed a blade whittled from bone and placed it against his throat. May your people feel what I felt for eternity, and opened up his own throat. The sheriff reached out to stop him. But he felt his throat open all on its own. Replacing his gasps for air with gurgles of blood as darkness filled his vision, the sheriff was awoken by the smell of decay and immediately tried to grab at his throat to find that his space was limited. He was in a box. But seeing that he can draw breath once again, he assumed that he had been drugged by his once-called friend. The sheriff punched and pushed against the box until it finally gave enough for him to break open. The top to see that he had been placed under the hanging tree that was now home to some locals who 
were bound and strung from their necks. The sheriff was confused from the sight considering the fact they hadn't seen these locals around. In quite a while and lifted himself from his makeshift casket. A storm was brewing in this wood. Have been a good sign since they haven't seen rain in a few months. But the clouds blocked the sun bringing a darkness darker than a moonless night. There sat a pack of coyotes down by the general store watching the sheriff collect himself as he felt their leers. The sheriff took one last look back at the hanging tree as lighting brightened up the sky revealing the family that ran the general store were the ones up there. Not them locals. The sheriff fell to his back and scurried away from the reality that he was forced to endure. Oh man them drugs he gave me must of really fucked me up, said the sheriff trying to convince himself. I, I should go check on them. No tellin' how long I been out, he continued to ramble on as he rose to his feet once again. The sheriff noticed the pack of coyotes were gone on his way stumbling to the general store. Cries came from the small alley between the saloon and the jailhouse that chilled the sheriff to the bone. The sheriff patted himself down to see if he had anything to defend himself. But even the knife his pa gave him was at his side. He let out a sigh of relief when a couple residents he could not recognize were dragging out a few locals. One had a torch in hand while the other carried a knife. The resident with the knife looked up at the sheriff and held the local by the hair bringing the knife to their scalp. With a flash of lightning the local had a railroad worker by the hair as they reached out for the sheriff letting out a scream. The local began cutting the scalp of the railroad worker while the other local set his prisoner ablaze by forcing the torch down his throat, both keeping eye contact with the sheriff. The sheriff vomited and ran to the saloon stumbling over himself with the hope that Tink was still alive. He burst through the door to a vacant domain. Tink! yelled the sheriff running into the empty bar almost knocking the wind out of himself. He looked over the bar and started bawling. Oh Tink, what they done to ya man? I ma borrow your gun pal. I got a deal with some shit. Tink laid there split in two with his entrails splayed out and chewed. On. His throat was ripped out that left him with a face contorted by horror and a shotgun by his. Side. The sheriff reached down to grab the shotgun that lay next to his dismembered friend feeling an icy breath on the back of his neck and spun around to an empty saloon. Lightning struck once more, lighting everything up and the doors began to shutter. Men on horseback darted past the open windows yipping and hollering louder and louder as more came to join in. The doors swung open once more and in walked his pa, who looked like how the sheriff remembered back in his younger years. The sheriff raised the shotgun and yelled at the imposter. I got two shells right here for ya you son of a bitch. I know you ain't my pa. He shot the thing once in the chest leaving a fist size hole. Then again in the head splattering its brains everywhere.
The sheriff started to reload as he watched the thing drop to its knees. But realized he had no more ammo. Man-eater rose from behind the dead imposter naked and covered in blood. He raised his hands from his sides and the corpse of the sheriff's younger pa did the same. What do you want from me? cried the sheriff, dropping to his knees. Here started to grow on the shoulders of man-eater as did his size making him tower over the sheriff. For your existence to be pain, said man-eater as he leaned forward and licked the sheriff's forehead. The sheriff began to convulse as liquids poured from every orifice of his body of all kinds until his body dried up and withered away, leaving a skeleton wrapped in skin in his place. Man-eater lowered his head to the sheriff smiling. Let this land forever be a town of ghosts of the damned, then touched the sheriff's forehead with the tip of his claw making him turn to ash and float away in the wind. Thanks for listening this story is available in Reddit as Manifestation of Destiny. Horror underscore stories.